Hello and welcome to the Blind Tiger Podcast, your one-stop shop for beer news, reviews, and all things brews. I'm your host, a man who doesn't understand an Old Bay beer, but would buy a case of barbecue-flavored beer sight unseen, Rob Fisher. With me, as always, is the man who loves his barbecue as soft as his mashed potatoes, Mike Albright. And of course, the man whose immense audio wizardry won't be able to edit out all the glowing comments about the French fries, <laughs> the man far, far too handsome for stick figures, Jesse Clark. <laughs> you guys are assholes. <laughs> Today is April 22nd, 2014, and we're recording Sample Sode 42, Joe Boy's Part 2. It wasn't too long ago that Mike, Jesse, and myself ventured into Lidditz to try the new Joe Boy's location. We were concerned that bigger doesn't always mean better, but after a night of sampling all the barbecue and so many, many beers, we were blown away. The food and beer were delicious. Tonight we returned, but not for a review, but to sit down with uh, to sit down with Jeff and Joe Harless, owners of Joe Boys, and to hear the history of Joe Boys and what makes this place so special. So we like to uh, introduce them and say welcome, and uh, please Thank tell you. us all about the history of Joe Boys. Oh boy. Um, well, we started back in 2010. Um, I had this idea in my head and came home one night and uh, told my wife, I said, um, um, I want to start a brew pub. And uh, by the way, no bank is probably going to uh, finance us in any way, shape or form, or even let us in the front door. And so uh, I said, but, but, I, but here's my plan. I said, um, Let's take all of our life savings and all of um, our credit cards and max them out, and we'll open the brew pub. And, of course, she looked at me like I was crazy, and, and that still hurts a little bit. But after a period of time, she said that uh, she went along with the craziness, trusted what my decision and stuff, and we took our life savings and our, our credit cards and maxed them all out and opened Joe Boy's Brew Pub, and it opened up in one April of uh, 2010. Um, so was the idea originally beer or barbecue or both at the same well, time? Well, it, it was both. I mean, beer and barbecue go together. Uh, it, oh. We couldn't have opened it one way or the other. It okay. had to okay. be that niche. It had to be uh, beer and barbecue. Well, because that's my favorite combination, like, ever. So when I heard you guys were opening, uh, I mean, Lancaster itself at the time, had I think Dan the Man's barbecue was there, but it was like whenever he felt like being open on the third Tuesday of the month, you could go and get barbecue. And so when I found that it, 20 minutes away, there was a place that was doing beer and barbecue. It was like a godsend because that's really what I wanted to have as a meal. Well, absolutely. I mean, um, there's just no better combination than beer and barbecue. And so when we did that, we had been brewing at home. Um, I got Joe. She's she's obviously from New Holland, which is you know kind of a weird place. And 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 I'm from North Carolina in the Appalachian Mountains, which is normal. And so we we we. Um, we got together on that and um, decided that uh, we needed to do that. So her and I used to brew. I got her introduced. Listen, you need to hear this story. This is a real, <laughs> real good story. When I, when we first started dating and stuff, she knew I loved barbecue. She invited me over to her house for barbecue. And um, she introduced me to Lancaster Barbecue. Uh, we call that Sloppy Joe's in North Carolina. <laughs> and I'm serious. I mean, that's what we call that. Yeah. Um, and so... Um, after I tasted that, she needed a, 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 a barbecue education, and so we went for three and a half years. We took it as a hobby, 
started going around and doing barbecues throughout the whole mid-Atlantic and stuff. And uh, several of the barbecue uh, competitions we did were in North Carolina, which was, you know, the way it should be. And um, uh, she understood then all of a sudden, but, but she still makes the best sloppy joe I've ever had in my life. Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, it's a good sloppy joe. It's just not barbecue. Yeah, so, I was going to say. Yeah. Pulled pork barbecue probably would peek out well, over the best ketchup and sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's that kind of a thing. So. Uh, so how were you guys received in Mannheim? I mean, did, was it a slow start or mass appeal well, right away? we knew when we started in Mannheim, uh, we both come from professional backgrounds. Uh, I was the vice president with corporation. She was in uh, procurement. What was that other thing you did, honey? Purchasing. Purchasing. And, um, huh? Inventory control. Inventory control, and, and so she had all that. <laughs> and, um, in, in, and my part was uh, human resources and stuff. So uh, um, we were used to the numbers. We were used to graphing. We were used to metrics. We were used to all these kinds of things, and we measured. We knew in Mannheim, which was the only place we could afford to open up at okay. the time, okay. we knew that probably we weren't going to get a lot of Mannheim folks there. and. Okay. Um, because that just wasn't no, nothing, nothing to downgrade that at all. But mm-hmm. we knew that that these folks weren't. So we marketed based on um, the demographics for for what we were trying to do. And we found out that Lidditz Langster was probably going to be our biggest supporters, and it turned out that that's exactly the way it was. Okay, it was was Mannheim and, and Langster that uh, uh, that supported us mostly and stuff. Yeah, we had. Uh, Mannheim people there, obviously, but uh, but but mainly it was from the outside. It was it was more uh, people that had uh, uh, different palates okay. uh, than uh, pub food and, right. uh, type stuff. And uh, most of our stuff is spicy, yeah. and and so uh, we just knew it would take a special group of, of, of people to catch on to what we were trying to do. And they called on right away, actually. So yeah, okay. it, it, it actually kicked off fairly quick um, to give you a quick story with that uh, and, and to tell you how naive we were because neither one of us came from restaurant backgrounds is the day that we had our grand opening um, the mayor of Mannheim let every single person he could through the door seated him in a restaurant we thought we were going to be a mom-pa type restaurant mm-hmm. so we had only got a cash register not a POS point uh. of sale system and every ticket was handwritten. <laughs> I was in the I was in the kitchen doing all the cooking, the, the 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 serving of the barbecue and all that kind of stuff. She was outside serving and watching over everything. And every time the door would open, all the tickets would blow all over the floor. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> so we had no idea who came in first, who came in last, and so therefore we had long waits and a lot of uh, pissed off people, to be honest with you. So. Yeah. Um, but, but it was, uh, they were lined out the door for almost a block. I mean, it was crazy. We just thought it was going to be, you know, a mom-pa deal and people coming in and we're sitting there shooting the crap with each other about what was going on over the bar. And it was, uh, it took off right away. So, it's, yeah, sometimes it is nice to fly under the radar for at least a little bit until you get your bearings. Well, absolutely. For, for just that reason. <laughs> the soft opening. Yeah. Is yeah, absolutely. Soft nice. opening. Yeah. We, well, and we had a soft opening. <laughs> we had a soft opening, but it turned into uh, we were taking cover 
you know, yeah. soon after that. Well, it sucks when you have good product, you know. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah. just really sucks when the barbecue is that good. It was good, that but, good. But you have to also understand, Jesse, that, <laughs> and I use that name for a reason for later on, but you have to understand that, 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 um, we only had two beers on tap. Mm. Any stick figures on tap? <laughs> <laughs> no stick figures at the time. Uh, it was as 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 you uh, so graphically uh, commented on in your earlier podcast. But but we but we did have um, we did we did have only two beers, and and I brewed all the beer for our first year in Mannheim, and I couldn't keep up with it. I mean, just, we look at that now and we laugh, uh-huh. but. It became a serious issue to our growth later on. Because you just had the small, was it one in, one barrel system, one and a half barrel system? Yeah, yeah. half barrel half, system. Half barrel. Okay. Yeah. 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 Half barrel system. We had the uh, brew mag, same one that uh, Sam started out with dogfish. Mm-hmm. Same system. And we were just brewing. I was brewing around the clock. I was worn out. We would go home at night. We didn't even have a dishwashing machine. Oh, no. We <laughs> hand washed our dishes. Oh, wow. Her and I would go home at the end of the night and take our shoes off when we woke up the next morning would mm-hmm. collapse in bed i mean seriously I it was that. it was that crazy well and i when i was there the the number number numerous times i was there it was like six eight sometimes even ten beers on tap that you guys had so later i was always on. impressed later, size, later on yeah. but yeah, yeah I mean, when we, yeah, we I was there when, when we started getting like four and five beers we thought we were in high cotton man I mean, <laughs> it was crazy you know so you like the man on red which is amazing because you actually do not like reds at all no but you in do general like not one. really yeah. um but i really like that one quite a bit um and i i've been drawn in for the the barbecue but the the beer was really good out out of like out of the gate that you guys uh, just came out running with what the beer was, which is rare for a brew pub yeah. to yeah. start out and have both quality food and quality beer. It's usually one or the other. And I have to say, I went in with low expectations, trying to be on guard about mm-hmm. you know, hey, you know, I'm going to spend some money and we'll see how this goes. But yeah. it turned out to be really, really great. So I, I mean, I know you guys, I guess, did grow enough to upgrade the system to have more beers. So um, I guess you had enough. Mannheim and outside of Mannheim support to really start growing them pretty quickly. We did, and actually, even after the first year, we realized that one of our biggest issues, so we had two actually issues. One, we needed to increase our kitchen size. It was way too small for the amount of business that we were getting in. Second thing, it was we needed to increase our capacity in our brewing. And, and, and so those were the two things that we fought with. Uh, for up to almost three years. Um, actually, it was longer than that. It was four and a half years, actually. But we started, uh, we knew that no bank was going to take us serious to give us a loan to move and to increase until they saw how we ourselves were with what was going on and stuff and, 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 and take, taking Joe Boy serious as to what we could do and stuff. So, and... Um, so we, we, uh, we continued uh, uh, getting with uh, a group of uh, people called SCORE down in, okay. I yeah, don't I've know if you them. guys are yeah. familiar with them mm-hmm. or not, but uh, it's a group of uh, um, CEOs, C, uh, um, CFOs and stuff like that that, that put together this uh, 301C organization that's federally funded. They provide free advice to people, open businesses, entrepreneurs, things like that. And they were such a big help to us. Um, to be honest with you, um, in meeting with them, they really pissed us off the first part of the time because 
they uh, didn't like your stick figures. Uh, no, no, I wasn't. Um, and, and and we will be getting to the stick figure thing in just a moment. But um, but um, um, they they uh, they really told us things that we didn't necessarily want to hear, but that we needed to hear. Okay. Yeah. And, and that was important for us to grow to get to where we are right now. You have to understand, in Mannheim, we had around 13 employees. Here in Lidditz, we have over 45 employees. Really? Oh, wow. Now, there, 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 there's a lot that goes with that. Number one, we're glad that we're employing over 45 people, that we were able to help the economy in that way. We really and truly are. That means a lot to us. We're probably as proud of that as we are of anything. Um, secondly, when we look at our figures that we made in Mannheim as compared to what we do here in Lidditz, there's, I can't, you can't call it even apples and oranges. It's so different. I mean, we're, we're projected at doing 2.2 million in sales for 2015. Holy wow. shit. We, Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. We, 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 we were lucky to do 250,000 in Mannheim. I mean, that's how huge the difference is from Mannheim to, to Lidditz. It's, it's just crazy. We went from Mannheim, starting with two beers, worked our way up. I think the highest we ever got in Mannheim was probably about eight beers. Hmm. We have 16 beers on tap here in Lidditz. Well, I'm enjoying the the fact that not only do you have a nice selection, you're also pushing uh, cask beers as well. Absolutely. Yeah, which cool. is extremely rare, especially in the quantity you have. How many do they have right now? We two have two cask beers. So, I mean, that's a, a nice addition on top of great food, mm -hmm. live music. Um, and I mean, I knew that Lidditz was going to have a lot more foot traffic and just a hipper vibe mm -hmm. for a large group. Didn't quite expect it to be that big of a difference. So, yeah, it was a huge um, difference. Yes. I mean, I know Lidditz is a hip place because mm -hmm. uh, hip is small town in the America. So you guys are definitely yeah. <laughs> doing great capitalizing on that. So um, how soon in the process were you guys thinking about moving? And how long was it a process to decide on, on Lidditz? Great question. And the answer to that question is, is um, after six months probably of opening Mannheim, <laughs> And we saw the business that we were getting, the niche that we had created and stuff, we knew immediately we had to start finding, but we knew that no one would take us serious. Any, and when I say anyone, I'm talking about banks. Right. We need to get some, 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 fig, some, some numbers behind us. And that's where uh, my wife, Jo, that's where she came in because she's a big numbers person. And based on everything that she did, we were able to get those numbers and stuff. And within two and a half, three years, uh, and, and, and in that time also meeting with SCORE again, and I, I emphasize SCORE because they really did such a great thing for us to help us um, identify what we needed to do in order to be successful, in order, in order to make that next move and stuff. Uh, and, and the numbers that she was able to capture, um, the constant, constant, unbelievable hardship she caused me in in trying to stay by the numbers and everything um, <laughs> you, you gotta say <laughs> numbers don't lie um, in order in order to uh, to make that happen and stuff um, we, we just had to be there and, and and we did get there and when we went to the bank we, we met with to begin we met again with our score people I say that over and over because it really was that important because the guy Lou Davenport that was our score counselor told us what we needed to put together he said Jeff he said 
you guys can't have an A plan going in, an A business plan. You got to have an A plus plus business plan. We're talking about restaurant and brewery and stuff. Yeah. Restaurants one of the hardest things to finance ever, yeah. just because um, so many businesses go go out in in the restaurant business. So many of them go out of business and stuff. So. So we, we, we had good numbers, uh, we were profitable, and we met with SCORE, we met with Lou Davenport, our counselor, and uh, we put together, we got all of our figures together and everything, and uh, finally after about four and a half years, we were ready to start making the move um, to where we got to here in Langster. Took us almost five years to get this place together. Uh, of course, we opened uh, July the 4th of 2014 here. Right. Closed our Mannheim location June the 8th of 2014. And uh, we're able to get this going and everything. Uh, the, the restaurant, um, to my credit, was designed totally by me. To my wife's credit, all the beautiful colors and everything came together because she put it together. Was this the vision from the beginning? Because, I mean, the, the, the Mannheim location was great. I loved the bar, it was. It was but it nice. was much, obviously, much more cramped. Mm -hmm. um, you had the dining room in the back, which was sort of completely separate from the bar, whereas this is much more open air. Obviously, you've got live music in the background. It's more inviting, I guess, as opposed to, you know, darker brew pub where it's sort of the locals kind of have a dive. Not dive. Dive's not the right word. But, you know, a, a secret place. It could have been a dive, of. though. Well, it could have <laughs> I mean, been run down. Know, it yeah, could have been a dive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Whereas this is we were saying about putting poles up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, that would have been a different way to go with it, for yeah. sure. But I feel like this is much more like, you know, like my mother, who is not big on going to bars, would love to come here, no problem. And walking into the other location, she would have felt like I'm in a bar as opposed to a restaurant. Correct. And so uh, so this was this was the original vision of what you guys were going for? Again, another excellent question. Yes, it was. Absolutely, okay. it was the it was the final vision. We wanted to build that speakeasy, classy, Casual environment. Okay. I don't know if you guys have been to our bathroom, but I have Al Capong hanging up in there. Okay. Um, El Capong? Al Capong. The, the guy with the guitar? Pong. Al Capong. Oh, Capong. Uh, That's his southern song. Okay. Oh, I thought it was. Okay, I'm sorry. Jesse, you, Jesse, Jesse. You're just asking character. for it. Yeah. Oh, so, God, shit. So there's, so there's one more thing that we need to talk about with Jesse before we're done with this podcast. Well, yes. But um, So, yeah, I guess. Uh, the name and the mascot obviously mm -hmm. was there in Mannheim, uh, but what's the story behind it? I have a feeling where Joe Boys is coming from, but right. the stick figures I'm very, Jesse's very <laughs> curious about. Yeah, I know he is because he <laughs> likes him so much. Um, yeah. Um, Joe Boys. My middle name is Boy, B-O-Y, from the Appalachian Mountains of North All Carolina, right. Jeffrey Boy Harless. My wife's name is Maria Joe Harless. Okay. Uh, this Joe Boys. When we traveled around doing barbecue competitions for three and a half years, I told you the story about when she gave me Lancaster Barbecue, and that's when I took her on the barbecue competitions so that she would understand what Southern Barbecue is all about and stuff. And so Joe Boys is our middle names. Joe Boys. 
I put an S on it. <laughs> um, however, I don't know why I was named Boy. I, I swear to God. My grandfather, he's German. Uh, in Germany, I heard that was a very familiar thing that they called people in Germany. I don't know. My grandfather was the only one that ever said, hey, boy, come here. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't know. I came every time he said that. Um, but uh, the other part of the stick figures, the, the part that Jesse really hates the most, is... Um, um, Stick figures came, and you're going to really feel like shit when I tell you this. Because, you, no, you really, you should cry when I tell you this. Because you're, now you're going to, you know. It's, That's all turn and stare, it, Jesse. It'll keep me up it's, like, it's, it's like putting down leukemia or something. So, they cured cancer? Yeah. And so um, what happens was is um, I used to write her. Yeah, I know. I'm a military guy, retired military guy and everything. But I used to write her these stick figures says, I love you this much and stuff like that. You know. And so I would write her stick figures all the time. And I would just I like my... She does. She has every one of them. So to remind me of what a little pussy I was. <laughs> so and, and it's like my arms are outstretched and everything. And, and, you know, I love you this much and stuff. So the stick figures came because that's how I romanced her when we were going out and stuff. All right. If anybody says anything, I swear to God, I got a pistol in my pocket. I'll shoot you. Don't <laughs> all right. Need all right. All right. All right. So, that's a no, love letter up on the wall. What I really do like about this is that you know you have it. It's your middle names, the love letters. I mean, it's the symbol symbology here. This everything's great. Mm, yeah. You know, I I recant everything. I, <laughs> <laughs> I regret it. <laughs> you should. You should be. You should be down on your knees right now. Begging for forgiveness. Here's me. Please forgive me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my knees right now. Yeah. I mean, my wife cried when she heard that podcast. Oh, you know, because I'm still on my knees waiting for forgiveness. <laughs> so, no. It was, <laughs> so, it wasn't quite that bad. But Did I get off my knees yet? Yeah, you're, off your knees now. Yeah, you're starting to scare me now. All right. So, um, yeah, get off your knees. And, um, no, but I mean, that's that's honest to God. That is the true story behind the whole Joe Voice thing was is it was tied in to us. Now, the other miracle that happened at Joe Boys was you had a husband and wife. They're with each other working 80 some hours a week, day in, day out, seven days a week. And even though we blow off at each other every now and then, uh, I could not ever imagine not being here without her. All right? So, uh, you people that may be listening to this that think that, you know, I'm just, you know. No, seriously. No, that's that, the truth. That's, that's a good testament. Yeah, that's yeah. a long time. But, I mean, we've been together. We're able to have that kind of relationship where we still thank each other, bless each other when we sneeze, that whole nine yards, open the car doors for each other, and the whole nine yards. We oh, seriously that's, do. That's so, adorable. it's that kind of relationship. And I think, honestly, to this day, that's probably what's made us more successful than anything else. Yep. Well, it's, well, it's nice to have uh, business partners that have a similar vision. Um, I, we have noticed that the businesses that are the most successful that we've been to, uh, partners have to sort of be on the same wavelength to really uh, be successful. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't take me wrong. I mean, she's really seriously wanted to shoot me and, and kill me for opening this and everything, but... Uh, no, it's it's been good, and it and it has been. Now she, I I'm the people person. I take care of that part. She takes care of the numbers. So it it it, it was great the way that it all worked out and everything. Okay, so, awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I noticed um, 
when we were here last time that uh, you guys have certainly branched out in the menu. That before it was pretty much you were just getting barbecue. Correct. Not that that was anything wrong with that in my book. <laughs> but now you have burgers. You've got real entrees. Um, so obviously that came with the kitchen expansion. Mm -hmm. um, but what is sort of the vision of just growing beyond barbecue? Well, one of the things we want to start to do, number one, we don't want to be just the typical barbecue. I mean, we do want to be the typical barbecue, but we don't. We, but we also want to pr present our smoked barbecue in more of a classier, unique fusion kind of a way. I mean, we, we want it to be different the way. Um, take our brisket sandwich called the ultimate. Um, that takes it. We put pimento cheese there. We've got different things on it to, to promote it in that way and stuff. So what we want to do is we want to stay very classy with the presentation of our dishes. Okay. And, and at the same time, we would still want that down-home feel yeah, yeah, yeah. of our barbecue. But when it comes out, we want it to be presented in a way that looks classy but again, casual kind of a thing. And that's very, very important to us. Uh, so then I guess the other thing that I really want to know about is uh, the beer. Uh, you guys are doing um, a wide variety of styles. We were correct. really impressed. Last time we were here, there was a barley wine that was on tap. That's correct. And um, so is that um, just experimenting, going wild with styles? Or just what's the what was the inspiration to uh, for the beer and your history with beer? and then what your vision is for the, the brewing side of this process. Well, I mean, to begin with, for us, the beer started out as uh, me brewing at home, home being a home brewer, um, getting my wife, who's a northerner, to watch NASCAR with me and uh, brew beer and uh, then taste the beer while we're watching NASCAR. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, that's how it all started out, is, is we, we started uh, making our beer together and stuff. She watched me more than she participated making beer, um, but we watched movies. We watched, uh, we you know, I mean, it was a fun time. We just every Sunday was beer brewing. Nice. Okay. And so we started brewing all these different beers. That's how Mannheim Red was developed. The Hoptitude was developed. Um, a lot of our beers that are on the menu, there are regular beers were developed, was out of our kitchen at home, um, experimenting and doing different things uh, as we did. Same way with our food. Before we ever opened the restaurant, we experimented with all the different things. Uh, I mean, if one thing was signature to Joe Boys, it would be our smoked cabbage. She thought I was nuts when I started making the smoked cabbage. And because uh, she didn't like cabbage. And then when she tasted the cabbage, she fell in love with the cabbage because it's super sweet. It's great. It's a great product. Uh, and that's really probably if there was one thing on the menu that Joe Boys is known for, it's going to be that smoked cabbage and stuff. But the beer grew from, from all of that. And we started then comparing the beer to our foods. Uh, matching our beers with our foods and stuff to see what was going uh, and what was going to work and stuff. And so we pretty much had our menu together uh, the first day that we decided, hey, we're going to open Joe Boy's Brew Pub. So. Do, you, do you remember what the first two were? First two beers? Yeah. Absolutely, I did. All right. Oh, yeah. Why, why wouldn't I remember that? Well, you know, it was like my it's, first It's been a while, time. but I guess it's true. Yeah. It's your first babies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like my first time. Um, no, it was like um, it was like Hoptitude and uh, and our red beer, okay. red uh, and uh, stout. Okay, we did a stout, American stout, and stuff. Those were our first three beers, um, and then we grew from there. Okay, nice. I mean I'd had a lot in my repertoire, oh, yeah. but uh, those were the first three beers that we opened Mannheim with. Mm -hmm. That's definitely one of the first things that struck me when we went to Mannheim for the first time was that you offered beer pairings with your food, mm -hmm. and I definitely knew you were serious about both. Very much so, yeah. It's so important. Um, 
our upcoming menu, we're going to be changing our menu again and growing it again. Um, um, because you mentioned uh, earlier about uh, Rob about the uh, um, the entrees that we were um, coming up with and changing the menu and stuff, and and that's one of the things that we're really focusing on. Um, the other thing, the other things that we're focusing on that are upcoming at Joe Boys is a brunch here on Sundays Ooh. Uh, from Ooh. like ten to two, Ooh. and our general manager Jennifer Thompson, she is amazing when it comes to that kind of stuff. I mean, she knows this stuff inside out and backwards. Um, the other thing that we want to uh, start doing, uh, and by the way, um, and we hope you guys will be here, we would love for you to be here on the 4th of July. We are doing a, a pig picking. It's our one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. We're doing a pig picking. I'm doing uh, three whole hogs. Awesome. Nice. Wow. And we're going to have a bluegrass band upstairs. And uh, it's going to be great. And upstairs is our events hall. We have an events hall. I don't know if y'all are. No, aware. we no, were not up there. Upstairs. Yeah. No. No. Well, uh, yeah, we have an events hall upstairs. It's uh, we had an event tonight. We have events uh, every week up, upstairs. Uh, Jennifer's uh, our general manager again. She's uh, really taken that to the next level and stuff. And it's uh, it's amazing what she's uh, what she's been able to do with it. But we're going to have a pig picking upstairs, a, a real traditional Carolina style pig picking up there. Nice. So uh, we'd love for you guys to be there if you have an opportunity to be there. Oh, that'd be great. It's going to be a good. great time. It'll be fantastic. No, really, going to be a great time. Yeah. So I know we talked about uh, how you guys are doing quite well, but before we started the interview, you had talked about how you're up for an award. If you wanted to, uh, you know, pat yourself on the back a little bit about well, that. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we do want to pat ourselves on the back because it's a pretty prestigious award uh, to be recognized as one of the best small businesses in Lancaster County um, through through this uh, county. And also to add on that, we've also been put in for a national award through this same company because they're a national score as a national organization. And they've also put us in for a national award. So uh, hopefully that'll all work out because if it does, I get a free trip to New Orleans and uh, Ooh, oh, I wow. probably am not going to be sober for a while. So. <laughs> um, so I, was, I was expecting like Washington, D.C., which has a good crap beer scene, but uh, New Orleans is a little bit different, a little bit better. It, it will be. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we've been put in for uh, an award. Uh, it's being presented tomorrow um, on the 23rd. Um, uh, down at the uh, uh, Millersville's uh, place down there, their art center down there. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Where's I, I the, where the name of it myself. But uh, and I was just down there, um, so I have to give a speech down there tomorrow. Nice. And um, of course, it'll be a good speech. Oh yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we would expect anything different, Jesse. You wouldn't. <laughs> no, would. not at all. I didn't think you would. He'll be there, and uh, <laughs> especially after being on your knees, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we're we're uh, we're very excited about, it. and and honestly, we're very very humbled by it. Um, I don't sound like a humble guy, but it, but I am very humbled by uh, the honor that they're bestowing on us and stuff, and and uh, uh, we're we're very excited about it and stuff. So uh, um, that award uh, uh, is ties in all the hard work. And sacrifices, honestly. Uh, I mean, think about it. Our kids haven't had a mom and dad for years to be there when they needed us to be there. But we have such exceptional kids. They text us and say, hey, we're proud of what you guys are doing. It's not, seriously, I mean, who hears that anymore from kids these days? I mean. Yeah, once they're 21, I'm sure that you'll get a lot more of that. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be more. It, it'll probably be more of, a, hey, I need to borrow, you know, some money or no, but. But I mean, uh, you know, I mean, they're 18 and 19, and 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 um, they 
they've been pretty much maintenance free and, and they're good kids. And uh, But they do, they support everything that we've done here. Uh, the alternative motive, of course, is they want money later on, but but uh, no, I'm joking. But but uh, there's been a sacrifice for, for, for more than just Joe and I. There's been a sacrifice for our families for the 80 some hours every week that we've been here and over the, over uh, like I said, we're in our sixth year right now. Yeah. And it's not let up. It's actually increased since we opened here in Lidditz. So. Well, I know. I mean, we were glowing uh, in the the old episode, and obviously nothing's changed right now. So, I mean, the the accolades, the the growth, uh, the business is well deserved. Um, we've been in numerous places, and there's always the fear of like, eh, you know, it's good, but it's not great. And when we came in here, you know, I knew the food was going to be wonderful and the beer was going to be good, but. Um, I mean, from Mannheim to here, I feel like it's it's jumped up a level of quality, and then the ambiance here is just unbelievable. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. You know, I want I do want to say something on a very serious note, and I tell my staff this at every staff meeting. Every single customer that walks through our door could be anywhere else that they wanted to go. Mm -hmm. They could choose any other restaurant, anything. And, and I think one of the things that's really, I mean, it, 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 from our heart, it, it truly means is they could choose, but they choose to come to see us. And, and we, we owe them the very best customer service that we can offer them and the very best food that we can offer them. And when we fail at that, and by the way, as human beings, we do fail from time to time, it hurts us. It hurts us now. We take it serious. We give comment cards out to every single customer that comes in. We truly want to know. Listen, we know we're going to get people that are just out to hit Joe boys and hurt us in any way they can. We know that. But but we also have customers that are very constructive and very good in their criticism of what we are not doing right. And, and we take that very seriously. Um, our reputation... And this is going to sound weird, but our reputation is just as important as the money that these customers bring in to us. Every bit of it is important. Um, I mean, my military background, my upbringing uh, from my, my grandfather and my grandmother, Joe's upbringing from her late mother and her father, um, were, were, were to, to treat our customers that way. I mean, it, it, it all boiled down to that. So. We're very, very serious about that. Our reputation means everything to us, more than any amount of money that we make every night that we're open or whatever. Uh, that, that does bring up a pretty good point, though. Uh, every time I've been here, like from the uh, the bartenders to the wait staff, have been excellent. Yeah. Thank now you. that I think about yeah, it, yeah. absolutely. Always good service, always friendly, always willing to add suggestions when needed. Uh, very knowledgeable about the beer yes, as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you well, know, good. That'll save me some time that I felt that I need to spend with my people. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad they're knowledgeable about the beer. Unfortunately, or, or fortunately, or, or unfortunately, I don't get to spend as much time with them as an owner as we would like to spend with our employees. We, we feel like we have some good employees. We really do. Yeah. Um, we feel like we have people that truly care about what's going on here, and we, we we really hold our expectations very high for them. We have turnover. Uh, because our expectations are so high, and when they don't meet those expectations, 
I'm sorry, but you can't work at Joe Boy's Brew Pub. And if I've hurt people's feelings that may listen to this podcast, <laughs> you know, so be it. That's just the way it is. And we set those earlier on, and we've stood by those. Joe and I have stood by those, and we're going to continue to stand by those, no matter what. It, it makes a huge it's difference. Principle. I'm sure Mike can attest. It doesn't matter how good your food or beer is. If the service is terrible, you know, yeah. we won't be back. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. And, Absolutely. Uh, and that, that can make that can sour an entire experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, I imagine that... Um, but it's obviously had their first craft beer fest this year, and there is a craft beer scene here. But you probably still get tons of people in on who don't know much about beer, and so having Correct. a waitstaff or bartenders who can make recommendations based on you know flavor profiles and and preferences of people is, is, help, is very helpful. Absolutely, and 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 to get back to what we talked about earlier and stuff, it's very important. Um, I mentioned earlier that we created a niche, and we did create a niche. But within creating that niche, one of the things that we had to realize was is that we had to educate our customers. And part of what we do is an education to them. Barbecue is not served super hot steaming or anything. You get a steaming plate of pork underneath your nose, you're smelling swine. <laughs> and so that's not what you want. But you have people that don't understand that. They, under, they, they, they want everything steaming hot. And so it's part of our process as owners our servers all these people to understand that that we have to educate especially with the beer craft beer beer as you all know has taken off it's crazy uh the 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 market every year has increased uh exponential i mean it just keeps growing for for that type of beer and stuff and so um, it's important um, that we educate our customers on our beer, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to uh, accomplish with each individual beer that we're doing and stuff. And we do put a description on there. We do put our ABV. We do put IBUs. Um, our IBU in yeah. there, International Bitterness Units. Um, and, and in doing so, we do that for more than just for them to understand the craft beer. But, but we truly want our people to be... Um, responsible when they drink too, oh, yeah. and, and and I mean Very that's important, important. Yep. to have either have a, a designated driver or whatever because um, as as serious as I was about our customers walking through the door, it's just as serious as they get home safe at night yeah. and stuff. So. Those are all very, very important things, and we want to make sure all of our people are, are and, 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 and our employees are being responsible for the people drinking the beer and stuff. And we've, we've, we've irritated and pissed some people off <laughs> because we've, we've cut them off and stuff, but we're not, we're not doing or, or adhering to the responsibilities that we should, not just because it's, it's state regulations, but because as, as human beings, it's our human regulation that we need to watch out and make sure our people get home safe at night. So that's very, very important to us. So um, how has been the reception of moving? I mean, obviously, the customer base has been very nice. Mm -hmm. But uh, have you found a certain fellowship with the other craft beer producers in the area? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, Appalachian, um, Artie, who owns Appalachian. Um, um, Paul that has Bull's Head over here. Uh, we have such a close relationship. Uh, we work very well with each other. Uh, anybody needs anything. And I think that's just such a cool thing when I got into this whole uh, brew pub business and stuff is, is how close the brewers are with each other, how they nice. help each other out. There's been times I've called and said, hey, man, I'm out of this, you know, and um, they've, 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 popped up and said hey i need i need a grain i need a, a sack of 
pale ale and, or pale pale malt, and they'll run over on their shoulder with a bag of pale malt. And we've done the same thing. Um, um, I tell you, um, Iron Hill is is, is 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 a corporation, you know. And, yeah. And so, but they've been such a big help. They've provided right. us yeast. They've provided us whatever to help us get started and stuff. So that's awesome. Very people cool. just work with each other. Uh, brewers know. Look. We don't compare our bills. My pale ale is going to be different than, than Iron Hills or mm-hmm. Appalachian or Lancaster Brewing or whomever. It's going to be different. Um, but the thing is, is, is that we don't worry about that because everybody's palates are different. Everybody tastes beer differently. Everybody's, and, and, and so it's not a competition. It never is. That's good. This then. is their pale ale. This is our pale ale. Try right. them, see. There's beers that I brew that the public likes. I don't even drink. <laughs> and they're my recipes. <laughs> I drink them, but they're not on a regular basis. I have my favorite beers that I drink that I that I brew that we brew here and stuff and and that I like. Uh, our number one selling beer is our Lidditz Lager. Our number two selling beer is our Mannheim Red. So which we- are your favorites? Lidditz Lager. Okay. Okay. Mannheim Red. <laughs> okay. um, no, I mean, but but There's some agreement with the public. So well. <laughs> not, no, no not at all. It really isn't. Um, as a matter of fact, some beers that have sold well, I've taken off the menu because I just don't like them. Okay. But but I don't I don't take them. Obviously, we're in a business to make money. We're in a business to satisfy our customers and stuff. If our customers and we get product, Joe Prince product receipts, product sheets constantly. We know what's going on in our restaurant as far as what dishes are selling, hmm. what beer is selling and stuff. We read it every week. We have staff meetings every week. We go over those things. Yeah. I'm a hoppy beer guy. Oh, yeah. I love hoppy beers. I could see that. Hoppitude to me, you know, I, I, I honestly believe this day that I had God on my shoulder when I created it. <laughs> I did. Yes. I think that was one of the best beers, one of the best hoppy beers that I've ever drank. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong. I've drank a lot of other hoppy beers that are equal to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but, 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 yeah, Hoppitude, Mannheim Red, Littis Lager, my porter is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love our yeah, porter I think, beer. I think I like your porter a lot. Yeah, yeah the porter I love really it. Good. I really do. Uh, we have a beer that's not my recipe called the uh, Amber Ale uh, that brewing? my brewer came up with. Okay. And one other thing I want to mention to you guys uh, that you don't know, and nobody will know until I just mention it. Ooh, but we are doing. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, this is very exclusive. <laughs> nobody knows it. But we are doing a collaboration with DeClaw. Oh, oh wow. wow. And Heavy Seas. And they ask us to do a collaboration. And so they will be up on the 5th of June. Giving you these dates, yeah. but they will be up on the 5th of June, and we are sitting up there drinking beer and building the 4th of July beer that's getting ready to come out. So it will be Joe Boy's Heavy Seas and DeClaw building that beer. Wow. That's actually really awesome. That, that is really awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I got real, a little yeah. chills there. That was really <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so we've been emailing each other back and forth, and I will give you a heads up of what type of beer that we're leaning toward because we can't find it anywhere else. Okay. I don't know if it's a first, second, third, or fourth, but we haven't found it anywhere. We're doing a smoked IPA mm. to go with our pig picking, smoked pig picking upstairs. Nice. On the 4th of July. I'm sold to give it a try. Yeah, definitely. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. So we are all experimenting. They are actually brewing their version. We're brewing our version. And then we're coming together and putting it together. And the 5th of June, we are brewing that beer. Nice. Awesome. Now, That's great. Y'all I are love the first to hear that. Yeah. That is awesome. Now, I just wanted you to know. <laughs> These baked beans and those fries again. Amazing. <laughs> and and, and the pork, the holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to eat too much, and then I had one bite. And I was, was like, like oh. I got I to keep going. It's really good. <laughs> keep going. Um, the baked beans have this nice, like, there's a little like there's a little spice on them, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really good. You right. got maple. You got maple yeah. syrup in there. You got yes. barbecue sauce. You got bacon. Uh, you got jalapenos. You got onions. You got all kinds of Did you guys try stuff. the baked beans? You want to try a piece of I think I had them last time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely get in there. Like, uh, these the are Red the best Slaw, baked beans I've ever had in my life. I've ever had that. This is really good. Red Slaw is quintessential North Carolina barbecue. You do not order barbecue in North Carolina where you are not served. Red slaw. Really? Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'm just letting you know. All right. I, I can get used <laughs> so, to this. Yeah. So some people like it, some people don't, and it's totally fine and everything. I love it. So I, I just remembered a question from last time that we couldn't have answered because we didn't have you in front of us, Ooh. but yep. you had four barbecue sauces, and now you're down to one. So what's the story? Would you just think that everybody just loved this well, one and that was good enough? Obviously, or? you were doing meth that night. Huh. Uh, we have <laughs> never we have never had four, four barbecue sauces. Yeah, We've only one. had... From the day one is our Memphis-style tomato-based barbecue <laughs> sauce and our vinegar. Okay, the vinegar. All so, right. So at least there was one more. So all it was right. obviously some good shit. Okay, all right. Obviously I some was, good shit you had. I was such a barbecue so, heaven. So, so the next morning when you woke up, you didn't lose any money. You were good. So you didn't need any guilt fillings or anything. All right, like good. Yeah, I could have sworn. Man. All right. Yeah. It's all good. Well, that answers my question is yeah. you didn't actually downgrade. Yeah. yeah. No, well, we no. did not downgrade. This is a really great barbecue sauce. Yeah. It. No. I mean, yes. I... So I had a lady come up uh, one night and asked me, she said, how much would it cost me to fill my bathtub full of your barbecue sauce? Oh, my. <clears throat> she said, and bathe in it. Oh, my and, God. Um, her um, enormously large husband was there when she asked me that. <laughs> so I was very politically correct at that time, <laughs> which is probably the only time in my life I was ever politically correct. So. Yeah, I figure what's the yeah, average, what average bathtub size. Huh? Yeah, right, right. Well, I'm waiting to hear what you said. Yeah, what was your answer? I told her that it's all based on what your husband would want to pay for it. And, you know. So. Yeah, if there was another podcast that I would start, it would be a barbecue rating uh, podcast. Maybe. And um, of the barbecue uh, sauces I've had in the Lancaster area, yours is my favorite by oh far. My Thank gosh, you yeah. so much. I, I like the... Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Touch of Tangy, uh, the... A little bit of a kick in there. Yeah. I am, I'm, I'm in love. Thank you. Took um, us a year to develop that. Oh. You'll probably notice me put it on the mac and cheese later, and then eventually everybody does cornbread. <laughs> yeah, or not? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if that's a that. Lancaster thing. Yeah. I can't figure this out. I mean, my wife. <laughs> I swear to God, everything's got to have ketchup or barbecue sauce on it. If, I just, if it wasn't I just rude, I just I drink just, it straight from the bottle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. You can order a glass of. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah. So, how often are you having uh, live acts at the? Well, actually, we just started this past Monday night having our our, our, our uh, bluegrass band. They come in every Monday night, okay. And that's what we call our brew grass night. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we uh, we're going to be doing some special things during uh, during the time they're here. Uh, the feature because I honestly I love blues. 
I love the southern part of it. I love the blues. I love the, the, the blues and barbecue thing. But I grew up around barbecue and bluegrass. Okay. But, 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 but I love both, bluegrass and, and blues. Um, the Overload Junction, it plays here on Wednesday nights. And then we have, uh, it was a crazy Monday night. Mm -hmm. First Monday night. We thought it would take time to build up. But yeah. it was crazy. And they're very interactive with, uh, with our, our uh, customers and stuff. Yes. And... Uh, but they're they're great they're a great band and and again they're the ones that are going to be playing uh, uh, on the Fourth of July, July. force and stuff. So, so I look at barbecues both blues and bluegrass. Okay, and, uh, that's the way we we look at our barbecue. We think the blues goes well down here with the the, the musicians and the things that we have on the walls. And yes, the stick figures. Yes, <laughs> and uh, the silver. I'm sorry, the silver stick figures on the wall. And uh, you were very descriptive that night. And uh, <laughs> And so, uh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Should I get back on my knees? No, no, you're good. Don't, please don't get back on your knees again. My wife will start getting jealous. And so, um, but no, um, it's uh, we 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 are are very happy with the bands that we have and stuff, and they're doing a great job for us. And it's amazing when the band is here and when the band is not here, the difference in in the patronage we get in the restaurant. It's crazy. I mean, it really is. So we're happy um, that we're, we've got two nights now, Monday and, and Wednesday Monday. nights, that we have live music in here. Okay. And by the way, I get up and sing and play with them too. Oh, hey, really? Awesome. Are you a musician? Um, I play guitar. I don't know that musicians right. I don't <laughs> read a note of music. Um, my wife and I tried playing together. Uh, she's very organized. Everything must be in a parallel, uh, parallel in, uh, um, universe for her. Hmm. And she reads every note of music. Uh, I don't know one note uh, that has to do with music. She tried to explain it to me. Um, I might as well have been learning uh, a foreign language. Um, I play by ear, and I played in bands and stuff and used to make a part-time living doing that. Um, my wife is a very good classical-type pianist. Uh, I strictly play guitar. Used to play a little banjo. Forgot most of it, uh, but... Uh, play guitar, still play, and uh, every now and then I'll jump up with a band and uh, sing with them or do something like that. Cool. It's fun. Yeah. Customers like it. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Give them something to make fun of. <laughs> yeah, so. I doubt that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you guys have any other questions? Uh, well, I'm trying to think. We covered most of everything. The yeah, actually, backstory, yeah. the up-and-comings. Menu, beer. Yeah. We have a we do have some beers coming up. Actually, next Monday we have our uh, German Kolsch coming up. Oh, we have a Pilsner in the fermenter. I, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier or not. Okay, but we do have a Pilsner that'll be coming up in uh, probably in about three three four weeks. Nice, uh, it's coming up. So we're starting to start now. Move over to more of our summer type. Oh yeah, yeah, Get away from some of the heavier good beers warm and weather stuff. beer. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Exactly. Nice. Um, so I think we've Those all beers are coming up. enjoyed this imperial amber that we've been drinking. Yeah, I love really that. Good yeah. yeah, my it's brewer. That's his recipe. Uh, he he brought it in for me to taste. Since I tasted, I said, "Do it." Yeah. So. And I see you haven't jumped on the Goza bandwagon, which is <laughs> what? for the best. The Goza bandwagon. Have you had one of those yet? Goza. Yeah. yeah. Is, is that my pronouncing that right? I have no idea. It's like uh, a yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like a salty sour beer. I don't know. Um, um, there's been some uh, hubbub weird in German it's, style. Honestly, yeah. I'm a I'm a redneck, and that honestly sounds <laughs> very communist to me. Okay. So I, 
any any anything that's Boom, that, won't any, be that any, anything that's super liberal or communist. I I don't have anything to do with. No. Obviously, you can see by my arms, I'm uh, hardcore. Uh, no, I uh, but but uh, no, I don't I don't think. But we are no. uh, going to do a lambic. Okay. We are oh, going to do our lambic, wow. our first lambic. That beer seems kind of socialist. That, that sounds good. <laughs> well, it it, it, it <laughs> is, and, and I and I and I I I got down on my knees and prayed to the good Lord at night about that and and see if it was all right. And uh, I woke up the next morning, so I figured everything's cool. All so right, uh, right. we're going to try a lambic. All right. Excellent. Yep. I look forward so to that. Now. See how that works. Yep. So do you have space to? Uh, Age stuff in oak? Or are you going to go that route at all? Or well, we gonna... actually bought two. Uh, we just purchased two uh, Jack Daniel barrels. Okay. Uh, and so, yes, we, we have every intention of aging um, some of our darker beers. We want to do a uh, we want to do a uh, um, a, uh, a bourbon uh, aged porter, uh, vanilla oak or vanilla Ooh. with the oak. We want to do some some different uh, dark beers that oh, way and, nice. and yeah. try some things. We've done them before, but. We want to do it on a larger scale, and so yeah, we have plans on trying all those things. Um, we're uh, we're very open-minded, honestly, uh, uh, for a redneck. Uh, <laughs> I'm very very open-minded about a lot of things, and uh, we uh, we want to try a lot of different things. Well, it sounds like sky's the limit that you're just letting it, the it brewers do whatever. Is, yeah, you know, it really is. I mean, that's that that is that is true. We want to stay true to our roots. My grandfather told me my whole life growing up he said he said boy he said always stay true to your nature i had no idea what in the hell he was talking about (laughs) and until i was always trying to be somebody i probably wasn't and it never worked out and then the day that i got much older and and decided to be just who i was everything fell into place so he was much wiser than uh uh than his years i guess but uh we want to we want to stay true to who we are we've had employees come here um, in higher levels trying to tell us how we need to be and what we need to be and how Joe Boy should be. Um, we've never really listened to any of them. They're no longer employed here um, <laughs> because, uh, especially uh, in our events hall upstairs, um, they wanted to make that into, she wanted to make that into something that uh, was nothing what Joe Boy's is. And as soon as we turned it around, our, our general manager turned it around and tied it into our roots, tied it into what Joe Boys is, all of a sudden it took off crazy. Hmm. And we can't keep up with it. One of the biggest issues and one of the biggest challenges that we have at Joe Boys um, is hiring the, the people that we need to take us in the direction we need to go. Our problems is not getting people in the door and making money. Our problems is being able that we sweat over, stress over, and worry over, is being able to find the people to take care of the people coming through the door. Mm-hmm. So it's not a money issues that we worry about so much. It's being able to satisfy our customers by 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 having the professional people in place that we need to take Joe Boys to the level that we always strive to be at. We know we'll never reach it, but we constantly are trying to strive to get there. Interesting. So, in keeping with uh, true to your roost, does that mean that uh, Manwich will end up on the menu at some point? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my wife, as I told you earlier, makes the best sloppy joe. That's I've what I'm saying. <laughs> so, and 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 she's asked uh, me, and, and I will. I want to clarify this right now. I am the president of Joe Boys. <laughs> she she is the vice president of Joe Boys, but. In saying that, you'll notice that it is 
Joe Boys, not uh, Boy Joe. I was going to say, she was mouthing something a little different behind you while you weren't paying yeah, attention. about. she can do that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm a lucky guy. Honest <laughs> to God, I am. I, I, have, uh, I have the best wife in the world. And, 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 the, and honestly, the greatest friend that I could ever have. So, Congratulations. Thank you. And you guys are running a hell of a business, I'll Thank say. Thank you yeah, very much. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. um, well, if you guys are good... Wrap this up. Yeah, I think so. Because I got some good. I'd like to go home, watch a little Blue Bloods, and drink a little uh, bourbon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, that's it for today's show. We appreciate all you guys uh, sticking around for uh, a wonderful interview um, at uh, Joe Boy's Brew Pub up here in Lidditz. We've had a fantastic time both times we've been, and I feel like we will be back uh, shortly and regularly because, boy, do (laughs) I love the food and the beer. (laughs) So, Jeff, we'd like to thank you so much for inviting us up and letting us have a a good bit of your Wednesday evening. I know that uh, you know you're obviously working way too hard, and uh, to spend <laughs> any time with us uh, is pretty good. Although I know it was probably sweet for you to be making fun of Jesse for most Absolutely. of the yeah. interview. Yeah. So. That was the best part. Of all of it. <laughs> I, I, I want to thank you guys. I appreciate you. So in a way, Jesse, thank you for opening mouth yeah, and putting exactly. foot. We we really appreciate yeah, the opportunities the that gains you us. You're telling me that I should be saying. Things. It worked out great this time. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. It's a very t- yeah. Uh, Joe and I want to thank you guys. We appreciate the uh, opportunity and the time we spent with you. It really means a lot to us uh, in all sincerity and everything. So we really do appreciate everything. Thank you. Well, and, and we thank our listeners. Uh, join us next week for another full episode. We'll have something uh, exciting on the docket for you. And as always, thanks for listening and keep on drinking. That's today's show. For more information on today's podcast or to subscribe to the show, visit www.blindtigerpodcast.com or look for us on iTunes. Send comments or questions to show at blindtigerpodcast.com. To suggest or request a beer for beer versus beer or to ask a question for Homebrew 101, email show at blindtigerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep drinking.